I'm Chris Motes, and this is Faith in Politics. On this broadcast, we range from the soul to the state as we cultivate those virtues and explore those principles that help us live well as faithful Catholics in this great land. We've got a mini episode today exploring a recent statement of the bishops of South Dakota. I'm going to begin our conversation by just reading the statement and then introduce our guest. October 22nd, 2020, this was the feast of St. John Paul II. Yesterday, it was reported that Pope Francis personally endorsed civil unions for same-sex attracted persons. According to the initial media report, these comments were offered in a Spanish-language documentary film. At this time, we do not know the accuracy of the translation or the context of the Holy Father's words. As with past media reporting on informal remarks by the Holy Father, further communications may be forthcoming from the Holy See or the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. The bishops of South Dakota will provide counsel or teaching as needed at such time that complete information is available. So to unpack um, this just a little bit, I've asked Dr. Chris Bergwald uh, to join us for this mini episode. Dr. Bergwald, welcome to the show. Unfortunately, you couldn't be here. Oh, that's me. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Happy hey, to be here. Thanks for coming. You bet. I was using such a somber tone of voice right. and you had to tell had a joke. To, had Thank to, you. You bet. <laughs> so, so we've got these media reports um, kind of coming from the Spanish language documentary. Um, of course, you know, we don't speak Spanish. The Holy Father does. But one of the first things I wanted to talk about with you in just a few minutes uh, here is some like this adrenaline that we feel yeah. sort of interjected yeah. by the media. Yeah. So I, the question that that I think might be helpful to just unpack a little bit is like, what is a prudent first reaction for a Catholic when we feel like this adrenaline shot from the media on a subject like this in a way that's related to our, our church whom we love? Yeah. I think the, the first, I love that metaphor of uh, it's like an adrenaline shot because so much of the, the, the mainstream secular media coverage uh, has been um, Pope changes church teaching sort of language. And mm. that just like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, so uh, I think the first step is always to uh, do, frankly, I think this is what our bishops have asked us to do. Take a breath, mm. uh, sort of just take a step back um, and, uh, evaluate what well, I think just take a step back, Chris, before we do anything else, just pause, um, and take a breath and allow whatever wave of adrenaline we're experiencing to wash over us. Mm. So much so people have talked about, um, uh, so much of social media, but even I think sometimes, um, um, more traditional media outlets, uh, are driven by emotion yeah. today. And I think it's really important that we, we be attentive to that yeah. and not respond to news um, in an overly emotional manner. And, and we've kind of maybe can, been conditioned to that too with, you know, the, the, the cable news, 24-hour news cycle, and even in, in recent years, social media, where it's like, go, 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 go. And what you're saying is, what our bishops are saying, I think, it's okay. Let's just let's take a step back. Yep. Take a deep breath. Yep. Collect some information here. Right. And I think that's, so, let's take, so, Pause, yep. take a breath, take a step back, collect more information. Now, as, yep. as the bishop said so often in, in instances like this, the Holy Father's been either misquoted or taken out of context or something like that. 
Yeah, I think that's a good thing to do, and it seems that's what the bishops of South Dakota have told us they're doing. And just uh, I think there's a lot, a lot of wisdom in that. Yep. So that the next here's the next question um, that I want to talk about, and I think that's it's it's maybe a little bit harder of a piece, but I think it's something that a lot of people are really interested in. And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here because we you know we do need to take a step back and collect some information. But let's just you know for example, let's say like this is how it turns out to be. Um, you know, what we're maybe apparently seeing, collecting more information, but like, let's say there's nothing more to it than a, than a statement that apparently runs crosswise with the teaching of, of the church right. um, on marriage. Not, and not just the teaching of the church um, in terms of like revelation, but actually natural law too. Yep. So the question that, that has maybe come up uh, for some people is like, why does this happen? You know, how, how can it happen? Why does the Lord permit it? Yeah, and I think it's a great question. Uh, it's a question you know, with with Pope Francis. He has this, I think, gift for um, oftentimes when he's talking, he uses or even writing um, using imagery that people can really connect with, like smell like the sheep when he's speaking to pastors of the church and so on. At the same time, and, and everybody has strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes his communication style. Uh, you used a word earlier, informal. Mm. I think sometimes when he's speaking informally, um, he can't. I don't know if if it's coming out as he intends or not, but when he's speaking informally, it can cause confusion because it at least seems that what he's saying runs against what we understand the church to teach. Why does the Lord allow this to happen? I, yeah. I think, Chris, just real briefly, um, two things come to mind. One is it's a reminder to us, first of all, to be attentive to not everything the Pope says, not everything he says is is a matter of pure church teaching. A pope can have a personal, if you will, private opinion that we actually end up hearing about in a modern communication era. Mm. There have been many times when popes held personal opinions um, throughout history that, as it turned out, ran contrary to church teaching, but they never formally taught them. They were informal, personally held views. So if it turns out that this is um, this is really what the Holy Father said, I would say with, 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 with respect and filial devotion as a son of of his, if you will, spiritually speaking, your, your, your holiness, I, I respectfully, I, I don't think that's not binding on me. It's not authoritative, but even more, even more, it reminds me, my faith is not in our popes. It's in our Lord. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it is Jesus Christ, son of the father who by the power of the Holy spirit, who guides the bark of Peter and ensures that, um, she reaches port ultimately at the end of time safely. Um, my faith is in Christ. I know that he can and does guide the church and, and protects the church's formal teachings from error. I have absolute confidence in that. Uh, but that doesn't mean, because my faith is in him, that doesn't mean that I, I literally take everything that every pope. I mean, this was true. There are things that John Paul II said that I respectfully disagreed with because they were informal personal views that he had. Um, so it's not unique to Pope Francis among modern popes by any means. Respect for him, but when he's not speaking formally, um, it's just a reminder to me that I put my trust in the Lord. Amen. And we can continue to just ask the Lord for his peace in this year. Amen. Chris, thanks for joining us on the show. Happy to be here, Chris. Chris.